For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome back to another edition of New Noise live on Twitch, or maybe you're listening later on the podcast. It doesn't matter. You get the same content, more or less. Um, but hey, uh, we got a great episode. Uh, let me bring him on. Is he here? I'm here. There he is. Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. Oh, hey. Hey. How's it going, Bay? Um, yeah, you know, pretty good. Um, yeah. Gotta say, man, uh, to get right into it with the new, the new news, new news, um, uh, man, Trevor, that's a bad one. That, that one's strong, man. That one is, yeah, that's, that's painful, painful. Yeah. Um, I've kind of been trying to like process this and like put it into words. Yeah. Obviously wearing my black Dahlia shirt today. Um, awesome. it's got a bunch of musicians that they've toured with and this is obviously garden bowl, which is the majestic here in Detroit. Um, for yeah. people who local who know, um, Black Dog is a band from Waterford, Michigan. Uh, growing up as a metalhead here in Michigan has been, I don't know, a great time. But if you kind of like grew up in this scene and you weren't a fan of Black Dahlia, it was kind of weird. Uh, band's yeah. kind of iconic, and Trevor was just one of the funniest, most wholesome dudes in our entire scene. So, yeah, yeah, really, just you know, there's a lot of a lot of metal bands that that 
um, take themselves a little bit too seriously. Mm -hmm. And Trevor fronting Black Dahlia was definitely not one of them. No. Um, that guy seemed to love life more than anybody. And uh, we don't exactly know what happened, but mm -hmm. the word on the street is um, maybe the worst. Um, yeah. And a lot of people are saying, you know, check on your friends. Um, Always. And obviously, you know, we, we don't know what happened or whatever, um, but it, it does seem like that could have been what happened. So it's very, very, very tragic. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, our, our hearts really go out to um, the entire Black Dolly murder camp. And uh, of course, Trevor's family and friends and everything. Cause it's just, yeah. it's just, it's just the, terrible. The entire metal community as a whole is really, really feeling this. I know um, there's so many bands that have just been posting probably more than I've ever seen, except for maybe Chester from Lincoln Park. Um, mm -hmm. Just scrolling across my feed, bands that uh, nobody had really taken a chance on until Trevor did. He was kind of yeah. um, like us, where he dug through the trenches and found new, up-and-coming, amazing, super talented artists and promoted him on his columns and various other like podcasting platforms and stuff that he would always go on. Uh, just stand-up dude. So, they'll um, be yeah, sorely 100. missed. Hundred, hundred percent. It's, uh, it's absolutely terrible, absolutely terrible. And I don't know if there's any other news or good news. I wish there was, but I have not been, uh, uh have really having my ear to the ground uh, yeah. since I heard heard this news. Yeah, uh, me too. Um, earlier that day, uh, we did get the Riot Fest lineup this year. Oh, it's um, banging! It's looking it's pretty banging. solid. Um, Holy Fawn is on there and I have absolutely no idea why, but they're one of my favorite bands. So make sure you go check them out early in the day on Friday. Uh, same with Wargasm. They're super, super cool up and coming bands as well as obviously all the cool bands reuniting. We've got Yellow Card. We've got The Academy Is. I'm sure there's a couple more. I think Rocket from the Crypt is a, a reuniting band as well. Yeah. Plus yep. just the classics. Like Oh, there's so much... Fun, it's like great. stuff here that, that I was like, wow, I haven't heard that name in a while. Like mm -hmm. lucky boys confusion. That's yeah. one I'm like, Whoa. Um, yeah. And, and I mean, just the headliners alone, I mean, you got my chemical romance misfits, mm -hmm. uh, with Glenn Danzig and nine inch nails. Yep. I mean, that's man. Um, so I don't know. I, I heard some people that were, uh, some people were disappointed. I don't know what the hell you want. This lineup to I mean, me is insane. It's less um, punk punk than, Riot Vest normally is, I would say. Like traditional punk, right? It's definitely more pop punk this year. Um, there's not as many I suppose. like the random metal acts. Like there's nobody like a Slayer or a Testament just randomly kind of tossed on here. Um, not really, no. I mean, I don't know. I, I always think of Riot Fest as kind of a, it, it, you know, it's a punk rock festival. Exactly, it's whatever um, it is. But, you know, there's Luna Chicks are on here. And that's that's pretty wild. Never mm -hmm. thought I'd see Luna Chicks build above Paris, but here we are. Uh, you know, it, it's pretty wild. Um I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm very excited and I would love to attend this festival. Um, Same. Can't though, unfortunately. I what cannot it is this year. also. I also cannot. So I think it's great. But yeah, um, yeah everybody uh, get your Riot Fest tickets whenever they go on sale um, because that sure. shit's going to sell out. Um, only thing that kind of frustrates me about the lineup or makes me inquisitive about the lineup is I think there's almost going to be a wave two uh, with a couple more bands added. Uh, notably because Riot Fest mainstay Andrew WK is not on this lineup. <laughs> and I've never seen a Riot Fest that Andrew doesn't play. So who knows? And no taking know. back Sunday. I don't know. Throw out the trash. 
<laughs> Maybe that's why people were confused and disappointed. I don't know, but uh, but I'm here for it. Yeah, it's a great um, lineup. All right, still. yeah, lots of stuff going on. Um, all right, well, uh, we have a lot of music to get to today. Mm-hmm. Uh, from some stuff, of course, coming out this week, as we always cover, and we always will talk about some of the records from last week. One, uh, quite quite intimate to me. I didn't oh, have yeah? to listen to that one. I, I already knew that one pretty well. You want to just talk got, about that one first? I got an advanced copy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, misery made me. Yeah. What'd you think? New record. What'd by you think, Mike? Uh, I was pleasantly think? surprised. I, okay. I really like this record. I think that there's some sweet songs on here. Um, I'm just going to pull it up cause it's still really fresh and there was a lot last week. Mm-hmm. So I can't remember the mm-hmm. song titles. Um, I really like cold blood. I don't know who Trevor Daniel is. Uh, uh, well, he, he had, he's like a solo artist, right? Yeah. He's a solo artist, kind of like a, you know, I don't know. Can we call him an emo rapper? Is that offensive? I don't yeah, know. Whatever. He's, he's very good. And, uh, he had a really big song, like it's called falling. It has like a million, a billion streams or something. I'm sure I've heard it. So he's got, he's got a smash hit and he's done stuff with like, um, uh, uh I mean all kinds of different people. Um, like he's, he's in that mainstream world, but he's mm-hmm. a huge, absolutely huge, um, Silverstein fan. So yeah, oh. he's worked with, he's done stuff with Selena Gomez, uh, black bear, um, you know, just to name a couple. So yeah, it's dope. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I really like that track. I thought the chorus on that's absolutely amazing. Obviously slow motion with Mike, absolute banger of a track. Um, Thanks. I really liked where these singles kind of came in. Uh, I think they've, fit in a lot better with the record than just kind of listening to them together, which was always a pleasant surprise. Yeah. Um, starting off with our song, that's just straight up throwback to your guys' old stuff. And I absolutely loved it. It sounded great. It's fun intro track. And I mean, we got to talk about the elephant in the room. Um, <laughs> is the altar Mary, the best song that Silverstein has ever done? I think, yes. I mean, I mean, it's definitely the most unconventional I think it's the um, best song we've ever done. So, Hey, maybe, maybe we're at our best when we're unconventional. I don't know. I think so. But it's, um, I mean, it's, it's a weird, that song was a weird process. We had two kind of like, I'll call them ditties, mm-hmm. um, about two minutes long each. And we weren't really sure if we wanted to expand on them. And then we realized that the, the lyrics kind of worked really could tie together. So we, then we really just, just decided, okay, well, let's do that. Let's commit to that. Mm-hmm. And let's turn this, let's turn this into one song. Um, and it's been, uh, it was, it's, people have been absolutely blown away by this thing. So that's, yep. that's um, cool. I mean, I knew people would, would be, it would be a talking point, but I didn't know people were going to be so excited about it. Like think it was that good. I thought yep. they were just gonna be like, that's weird, but it's like, that's weird. It's also, like you said, the best song we've ever done. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's kind of, kind of was not expecting that. Yeah. I think it's just absolutely incredible. Uh, the altar portion, I mean, it's kind of what you expect going into the song. Uh, but then once we get into Mary, that just really, uh, throws an absolute wrench into things, this entire album, honestly, and really kind of sets the tone for the back half, uh, in a really cool way that I wasn't expecting. I know you said that the song kind of was different, uh, but I wasn't really expecting this. It was. It almost got into uh, really heavily like the plot and you being as an ocean kind of influenced, but mm-hmm. a little bit different, like your guys' own spin on it too. Um, I know the one part, like the part that just sticks with me from this entire record is on the Mary side on that track when you just have that like pitch corrected 
uh, I've, I don't even know what words you say, but it just goes like, ah, uh, like that part is just really, really cool. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. And if I could be your epitaph, like that, the line yeah. there, your, yeah. your epitaph, that's the word. Yeah. It's, uh, it's and so if cool. I don't come back that's or whatever the right melody is. Yeah. Yep. That was not the melody, uh, by whatever. the way. Whatever. Um, I'm horrible. You can that. hear, you can hear my, I have a post tour voice, which is the thing where you come home and your voice, like if, if you oh, had a show that night, like two weeks. Yeah. If you're, if you had a show that night, you'd be able to do it. But it's like, because your body knows you don't need to use your voice. It's just like, shut it, shut it the fuck down, yep. shut it down. And then it does. And then it's gone for a little while, but it's okay. It's uh, it's coming back. No, I absolutely love that track. And obviously it's a closing track. Misery just yes. wrote that partially here on the Twitch stream. Uh, I think that song is just great. It feels really personal. Um, just overall a surprisingly good record. And I'm really happy by that. So. Well, thank you, Mike. That's um, that means a lot coming from you. Obviously, a guy that listens to more records than anyone I know. So that's uh, that's great. Um, so the uh, other uh, elephant in the room, not pink elephant in the room, but an elephant in the room, yep. is the new record that that topped Silverstein on the the on Mike's list for the number one album. Mm-hmm. This is the new record from Stand Atlantic. Yep, uh, and uh, this was. Heavily, heavily anticipated mm-hmm. um, with a title that I hate fear. I hate <laughs> uh, fuck everything and run, which uh, we hated. But did you hate the record, Mike, or did you like I didn't. It? I was also pleasantly surprised by this. Uh, and I'm going to pull it up as well. But like, where did it go? There we go. But like, I don't think the singles kind of portrayed the album in as great of a light. Uh, overall this, like everything on this record is just super, super fun. Um, it's exactly what I want from Stan Atlantic, right? It's 30 minutes. It's quick. It's in and out. Everything's catchy. And I just love this record for obviously different reasons than Silverstein, right? I'm going into it looking for different things, but Mm -hmm. I think either of these records could have been number one last week. So, um, it's just a blast. I think it's a great record too. Um, I I thought there was some, some really great great standout tracks. Mm-hmm. I love, like I love Van Gogh. Yep. Um, uh, shit. Now I'm mixing up the titles. There's, there's one, the couple in the back half too, that weren't singles that I think are really great. I really liked, uh, um, nails from the black or nails from the back. That's the one. Yeah. That's clot. the one. Those were sick. Yep. And, and it's like, it's cool. I mean, you're just, again, you know, I know that a lot of new pop punk artists, they're doing a lot of tricks, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, it's like the first track on this thing, um, uh, Doomsday, for example, that song has a lot of like programming and fake yep. drums and like, you know, a lot of like stuff that might be a little bit, um, what's the word? Artificial. Gimmick, gimmicky. Gimmicky yeah, forced. Like, yeah. Right. But then the, but the thing about this record is the songs are so good mm-hmm. that it doesn't matter. Yep. You know what I mean? It's like you could strip these down to bare bones production mm-hmm. and they would still be awesome songs. So, um, I, I think it's cool if, if bands want to produce their music this way. Great. I mean, these are just like all these songs are like two and a half minute bangers yep. pretty much on and, this record and they're great. And they still have songs without all those kind of gimmicky things too. Like uh, one of the singles Molotov. Okay. Like that's probably the rawest song that this band has ever done. Right. And it's just tossed on this record and it doesn't really fit in with a lot of the other stuff, but it's still just phenomenal and it's angry and I don't know. This record is just fun. 
Yeah, I agree. I agree. It was a, a worthy number one selection. And um, I was a little worried, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I thought this record would be worse than the singles. And if it was, you know, I don't think it would have topped their last album, but this album maybe topped their last one. I still don't and, think it um, did, but I Brit still really like it, right? Yeah. So. I mean, Pink Elephant was a special record, but I think mm-hmm. I think this record has it. I mean, I don't know. It's a little it's a little bit different. It's a little more poppy. Um, it's a little more polished. Bonnie's vocals are a little more, um, I don't know the word. Mm-hmm. They're not as like crazy. You know yeah. what I mean? They're kind of like a little bit more um, mature sounding. Does that make any sense? Yeah, it does. Um, there's something about them that that like is really, really good. And she sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. But like Pink Elephant, there was a, a certain like rawness to it yeah. in her voice that that I really liked. So. Yep, there definitely was. Um, I do feel like this is coming from a different emotional place than Pink Elephant as well. Uh, Pink Elephant, there's kind of a lot of emo to it, right? Yeah. Uh, this one's definitely a lot more anger, and we've kind of talked about this ad nauseum at this point, uh, but mm-hmm. a lot of people are just feeling that way. So maybe at the next Dana Lennon record, we get something a little bit more drawn back. Um, there weren't, weren't any like drink to drowns on this. It wasn't slow at any point. It was just right. go, go, go. So. Yep. Yep, Absolutely. Anything um, else? Yeah. I want to talk about this simple plan record and how mad I am at it. You're mad. Yeah. He's pissed, dudes. I okay. really like this simple plan record. And then all of a sudden, like, we hit that last track, uh, two. Yeah. And it just dredges up all of these memories of being a child of divorce that I thought I had buried and oh, like no. wrote out and just like gut punched me. And I don't know. I just really like this record all the way through, uh, including that song, Don't Get Me Wrong, because I relate to it yeah. incredibly. But yeah. like, I was just doing some cleaning, listening to Simple Plan, having fun, feeling young again at the Warp Tour. And then they hit me with that. And I'm like, what? It came out of left field. Um, yeah. It's a great yeah. record, though. It's a great record. A little short for me. I was <laughs> like hoping it's like only 10 tracks. And, you know, there aren't really, you don't really get any of those long kind of bangers. Yeah. You know, so it's a it's a quick record. I was hoping for a little bit more in that sense, but <laughs> again, um, I think this is the best record Simple Plan has made in a while, um, for sure. I, I have to go back and look at their discography to remember, yeah. but um, yeah, this this might be their best record since maybe since the self titled record. Honestly, I um, I think it's a I think it's a solid 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 release <laughs> for sure. Yeah, From a band that you know they don't don't do a lot of records. They take a long time between records. Yeah, pretty much everything since self-titled. I really like a couple of tracks on each album, uh, but the rest yeah. doesn't sit with me. So I'll, I'm interested to see how much staying power this record does have, um, because there are definitely a couple songs I like way more than the rest. So yeah, um, crazy. This is their this is only their sixth album. That's pretty wild. crazy. Since they their first one came out in like '02. I think O2, that's crazy. Um, wow. Other stuff I want to talk about. This Ibaraki record. Oh yeah. This thing's an absolute monster. And I wasn't expecting, I guess, kind of the route that uh, Matt took on these songs that weren't singles, but it got kind of weird at points and I really liked it. Um, a lot more clean vocals than I expected on the record. Overall, I think it's just, really really fun do i think it's 
like he says, redefining black metal. No. Uh, but I do think that it's kind of towing the line between what Trivium does and black metal a little bit more. And I think it'll bring some more people into the genre, which is really cool. I think overall it's a super solidly written record, right? Matt Heafy doesn't miss. So No, he doesn't miss. And it's yeah, you just it's just you just this thing oozes talent mm-hmm. and and uh I don't know. It's it's I mean, and I think in some ways it is re- reinventing black metal in, in just some of the some of the some of the ideas and the concepts mm-hmm. I haven't really heard before. And I mean, I know I don't listen to as much black metal as you do, but some of the stuff I was like, "Whoa, that's like that's a fresh take," you know, with yep. some with like some of the clean vocals and and some of the way that that the stuff is set up. Mm-hmm. I, I found found really really interesting. So I I think it's a great a really great record. I only listened to it once, and I feel like that's not doing it justice because. Mm-hmm. There's just so much going on. Yeah, I've spun it three times now. I think I've kind of got it, but also I'm at that point where like, do I? I don't know. I'm definitely yeah. going to listen to it once or more or once or twice more this week. Uh, figure it out. But I like 100%. it hundred percent. Um, another record that we're going to talk about. Another record. That we didn't talk about last week. Because I messed up and I was trying to juggle 20 plus releases. So my apologies, everybody. Uh, there's a new record that came out last Friday from Wind Waker. This is a band from New South Wales, Australia. Uh, the new record is called Love Language. I tossed it on our kind of prep playlist. Did you get a chance mm-hmm. to listen to it? I listened to some of it. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think this band is good. Mm-hmm. It's It's got that kind of like, you know, modern, very produced sound. Yep. To it, um, which, I mean, I think that if you're a fan of of that of modern metalcore, mm-hmm. um, you're you're probably going to really like this record. Um, what about you? What did you think? Yeah, I really like every song on this record. I do not like them together. It kind of feels like two EPs, and there's just too many different thoughts and sounds going on, which is normally mm-hmm. really cool, but it just doesn't feel organic as much. Um, I think it's a great record. Don't get me wrong, but like, it's just too jarring at times in the differences and sounds that are going on. And I don't feel like the band has a cohesive identity yet. All the songs are great. I, I, but, I will agree. I will yeah. agree. Maybe that's, maybe that's what was throwing me off a little bit about it, mm-hmm. about the record was it was, it was very jumpy. Um, and of course it's very modern produced. So I know what you mean about it. Not having like a organic cohesiveness mm-hmm. to it. That being said, you cannot deny the band's talent, right? Oh, no, you can't at all. Band sounds absolutely great. I mean, I think I would love to see this live because all this, the songs are different, right? But when yeah. I'm just listening to it on a record, uh, I don't know. Feels more like a playlist than an album. Gotcha. Gotcha. Kind of agree. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't really have anything else from last week to talk about. There were a lot of records. Um, I don't think that there is anything else really of note. What do you think of the new Ailstorm single? I absolutely love the new Ailstorm single. I told you to listen to it. P-A-R-T-Y. We uh, I think that this is straight up one of the best songs to come out this year, if not the best song <laughs> Ailstorm has ever done. It has been living rent-free in my head for the entire day, or not even day, like a week. It's just stupid catchy. Do you listen to it yet? Yes, I did listen to it. It's a banger. Right? It is. It is a banger. It is everything you want from Ailstorm. They are not. Don't worry. 
they're not going anywhere. They're still making banging pirate tracks. Oh, so. for sure. Um, oh, All right. And there well, was also an EP of, from mm-hmm. Loon, which is Lights' side project, which was really good. Make okay. sure you check that out. Okay, good. Um, well, speaking of pirate bands, uh, let's get into the uh, top five of um, uh, of this week. Yeah. And uh, we've got five records we'd love to share with everybody. So um, An actual five. Without further ado, Not more. Um, Mike, please announce the number five uh, most anticipated release of the week. Yeah, so number five, um, I know we always kind of say we don't talk about pop music too much on this show, and we end up talking about pop music quite a bit on this show. Uh, <laughs> but there's a new record from Florence and the Machine called Dance Fever. I really like the singles off this, and I think uh, they're kind of doing this really cool indie-inspired folk pop, which is just different than everything else. And I think it's a really, really cool way that this band can kind of show off their lyricism and songwriting prowess uh, that a lot of other pop music doesn't really have, right? Completely agree. Yeah, uh, always liked Florence and the Machine. Not not a band like I typically will like put on their whole albums or anything, but I'm familiar mm-hmm. with their, their hits and I've seen them yep. play at festivals and stuff like this. Uh, but these singles uh, kind of blew me away, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got... Just a, a much deeper level of emotion than a typical pop band does. Yeah, it really um, does. You know, um, let me pull up the songs really quick. Whether it's um, you know, the song King, kind of making a pretty pretty big statement, mm-hmm. um, or or that short one, Heaven Is Here. I mean, this is like all pretty different. And My Love is a really great track too. I, I just think that that this is a cut above. Um, most of the stuff coming out in, in mm-hmm. a similar way um, to that Lord record that I really, really like. Yep. Um, Not her the most second album. One to four. Yes. Yes. It, it, it has this sort of um, emotion and realness and character to it mm-hmm. that I think really jumps out um, and sets it apart from, you know, other stuff that's just like, okay, turn the kick drum up louder and louder and louder and louder this this doesn't isn't like that it has a lot of uh, um real organic um tones to it mm-hmm. and you can really feel kind of feel the pain of, of the music which is what it's all about baby i feel that uh, i think it's really good stuff um definitely as pop so it's not always my cup of tea but when i'm in the mood this is something that i definitely want to put on yeah want to put on totally totally 100% um i'll be right back machine up, obviously door, uh, so okay I'll, I'll talk to the people yeah Florence the Machine at number five. And uh, yeah, a very popular artist, right? Um, I, I'm sure people know this, but man, 13.7 million monthly listeners. That's crazy. And spread over quite a few tracks. Dog Days Are Over, the biggest one with with over half a billion. But you've got The Love, Shake It Out, Never Let Me Go, Hunger, all all big songs. Pretty pretty wild. So we bet. Yeah. She, uh, she knows what she's knows what's up. That's for sure. All right. Um, yeah. So we're going to move on to, um, number four, Mike, if you're ready. Yeah, I am. Uh, so coming at number four out of Baltimore, Maryland, kind of, uh, one of the original bands mixing death metal and hardcore, uh, with their new record, complete control. We've got misery index. Uh, this band really doesn't beat around the bush. They kind of get to the point. (laughs) They're heavy, they're groovy. Uh, everything you want to throw down to at a show. 
Yeah, I agree. I agree. This this band kind of can fit in a lot of different places. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they have that. You're right. They have that kind of like that metal 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 core sound, but it's like death metal and hardcore, mm-hmm. not what you think of when you think of modern metal core, yeah. right? It's like tr- almost like true metal core. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I really dig it. Um, they've been, a, they've been a band for a long time. Yep. Um, obviously they've, they've been, I, I see it's 2003. They started and they have, uh, you know, lots of records and they've done lots of different tours with a lot of different people. Um, but I think all their records are really good. You know, they're, they're, mm-hmm. They're solid, solid band, um, you know, kind of like a staple of, of, uh, relapse records. So they're great band. Yeah. I gotta say too, um, they just been around for a while and, uh, a lot of bands who are kind of doing this don't stay around super long. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, they're doing something right. Uh, this isn't a band that I'm going to pick up and listen to every day of the week. Uh, but I really like these singles and they're fun for what they are. If I see misery index on a tour, I'm not upset about it. Right. Right. And I guess they're not on relapse anymore. They were on relapse in their mm-hmm. early days, which I remember. Yeah, now they're on Century now Media. Now they're oh, they're on Century Media now. Mm-hmm. Okay, there you go. Fun news coming out of that camp later today. Oh, oh, we can talk about that later. Okay, during later. the honorable mentions. Going to be talking about that later, but there it is. Number four, misery is next. If you're looking for something heavy, um, if you like your death metal with a little hardcore in it, uh, then yeah, check it out. For sure. Uh, next number up, three. Coming in at number three, Pirates. More Pirates. More Pirates. The new record, Pirates from Visions of Atlantis. Uh, we've talked about this band on the show before. I absolutely love them. I think they're doing kind of symphonic power metal the best, and they've decided to go with a pirate theme for this record. Uh, I got this record earlier today, Delivered. Uh, oh yeah. So I gave it a little spun or spin on my record player. Uh, it's pretty good. It's really fun. Uh, I think it's a, definitely a more serious take on pirate metal than the likes of Ailstorm. <laughs> yeah. You can say that again. Um, yes, that's <laughs> it's more traditional and leaning towards symphonic elements. Obviously, uh, but this record is still really, really cool. I think the band was getting a little bit stale with kind of writing um, general theatrical symphonic power metal, right? Uh, but kind of adding this theme to it uh, and going through the lyricism and listening to that is just a really cool record that tells a sweet story uh, throughout, kind of like reading a book. It's fun. Yes, absolutely. They are Austrian, French, Italian, mm-hmm. symphonic metal. Um, yeah, they're they're definitely really good. Mm-hmm. And this thing is recorded awesome. Yeah, um, it sounds great. You have to kind of embrace that it's going to get a little cheesy at times. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's going to go full power metal. and But at the same time, again, you cannot deny the talent. The guitar playing is amazing. The drumming is amazing. Uh, both vocalists, they have male and female vocals. They're both yep. awesome. And uh, the, yeah, this rips. This just straight up rips. Yeah, it's a really similar to that Battle Beast record from a couple months ago. Uh, where, yeah, it's going to be kind of cheesy and it's going to be a little weird and silly at times, but uh, it's just a good time, right? Like, who, do, yeah. who doesn't love swashbucklers? I know, I love yeah. swashbucklers. That's right. No, I mean, the, the you just got to look at the promo photo on Spotify. They're, yeah. they're, they're dressed like pirates. They're dressed as pirates. Yep, they went all, all right. Yep, uh, yeah, they're all in. Pirates are so 2022. Everyone knows it. Everybody like, knows. This is the... You're a pirates, baby. The return of Swashbuckle, this pirate thrash metal band. Please, someday. 
All right. Uh, that's number three, Visions of Atlantis. All right. Um, number two, Mike. So number two, coming in from Long Island, New York. I have no idea how to describe this band, so I'm just going to say it. It's Moontooth with the new record, Phototroph. Um, this is probably one of the strangest bands I've ever put on this show, not because of how they sound, uh, but because of like just trying to categorize them. It's almost like Coheed and Cambria meets Swancore meets, I don't even know, maybe like, like Mastodon a little but, bit. Like kind of butt rock though. Yeah, like, it's weird. You know? Yeah, like they have, they almost have this like radio sound, like, mm-hmm. like it kind of sound, the singer reminds me a little bit of like, maybe like someone like Miles Kennedy. Yeah. You know, like a voice, like a very mainstream uh, rock voice, mm-hmm. but then the music is, is really, really quite, quite different, you know? Um, yeah. You got everything from, from quite technical, uh, fast drums, like, mm-hmm. like like almost like extreme metal drums, but then you have some stuff that's very just kind of straight ahead rock. Yeah. It's, uh, they're on pure noise records, which is kind of even weirder, super strange. Cause obviously people that aren't familiar with pure noise and some of their bands, uh, like story so far, yeah. um, uh, like Pacific, a lot of pop punk, mm-hmm. um, knocked loose is on pure noise as well. Um, you know, so this is, this is different. And, but here's the thing it's, it's good. Yeah. Um, it's it's good, but I've never heard a band quite like this. Yeah. They're opening for the dance Gavin dance tour that's going on right now. And that just makes absolute sense. Um, it's weird. It's well-written and it's just fun and different than anything else I've heard in a long time. Uh, so I really kind of like it. It's almost like star set where it's a refreshing take on radio friendly, heavy music, uh, which is just cool. Fun. Yeah. It's, it's something else, uh, for sure. And I think with them having that opening slot, mm-hmm. um, try to get to that tour early, you know, the, yeah. this, uh, this tour right now with the dance, Gavin dance, Memphis may fire and, uh, uh, volumes. So get there first and check this band out. I know they're playing the national enrichment tomorrow. So Boom. May 13th. So, uh, they're on that tour. So go, go get it. This band is, we don't, we don't say this lightly, like, We've heard a lot of shit and we both have never heard anything quite like I've this. I've heard a lot so. of shit. It's, yep. This is pretty good. Um, yep. 100%. Hell yeah. Okay. Well, that's Moontooth at number two. We are going to get into our number one album of the week. What could it be? Right <gasps> after <laughs> these words and messages from our sponsors. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And we're back. We're back. We're back. 
Yeah, yeah. You want to make a guess at who the sponsor was for a listener? Uh, yeah, who do you think it was? I what's your, think... What's your guess? My guess is that it was Papa John's. Papa John's? Papa John's. I'd say if this was like January and they're getting ready for the big game, the big game, it might be, it might be Papa John's, but I'm thinking what's, what's a, this time of year, we got an NHL kind of playoffs. that's the big game. Oh, okay. We do. We do have an NHL, big NHL game tonight. Let's go. Maple Leafs. Let's go. We need it. Couple clicks, couple clicks for the boys. Couple clicks. Uh, at least can close it out tonight. Uh, this is Thursday. We're recording this one this week. Hopefully they can do it. They haven't gotten past the first round in like 18 years. So uh, let's go. Let's go. Let's go, baby. All right. Uh, let's get to it. Our number one um, release of the week. Mike, take it away. Number one release of the week. Everybody knows this. Uh, kind of undeniable. That this was what it was going to be. It's Kings of the New Age by State Champs. Pop punk, mecca, powerhouse, icon, whatever you want to call them. Um, yeah. This band's super talented. I really like all the singles except for one. I think the record's going to be an absolute banger pretty much throughout. So stoked on it. Which song don't you like? I don't like the one with, uh, whatchamacallit? And? Uh, no, Chicago is so two years ago. I don't know. I, I didn't like that one too much. It's a Fall Boy cover. Yeah, I didn't like the cover too much. <laughs> you did, did you know it was a Fall Boy cover? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I thought it was great. Uh, that's in, in the thing about uh, that song from the first Fall Boy record, it's my favorite Fall Boy song. My absolute good. favorite. If I was going to cover a Fall Boy song, I would have done that one. And uh, yeah, I thought they did a great job, honestly. Um, but but yeah, man, State Champs, this is a band that, um, again, they don't put out records that much. No. Their records are, are kind of spread out. Um, is this their fourth album now? Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, I suppose it is. It is. I mean, Finer Things was was a was a big one, and yeah, everything. Finer Things around the world and back again, and Living yeah. Proof. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know. I think this band is just one of the best pop punk bands in the world, mm-hmm. and they are really kind of. I've heard this record actually. I got an early copy, and they're just playing great. Yeah. Sorry, Mike. Sorry, Mike. Yes. Don't look too alarmed. I've heard this thing. Mild shock. It. <laughs> it. Um. I think this is, I think this might be their best record. It, it the songs are absolute bangers and what I like about them is they are still doing it their way, the way they want to make music. They're not looking at Machine Gun Kelly and Jaden and no offense yep. to those artists and you know I fuck with them. They're not saying, "Oh, well that's popular right now, so we better get a TikTok account and we better start sounding like these bands." Yep. They are still doing what I almost want to call traditional pop punk where they are it's like 2010 wearing pop punk. Yeah, they're wearing Blink-182 and some 41 and and all-time low. They're wearing those influences on their sleeve mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um it's totally awesome. Mm-hmm. And I think Derek is one of the best singers in the genre. He shines all over this thing and uh this is this is going to be a great record. Everyone's going to love this thing. Yeah, I think so too. Um if you're a fan of state champs, you're kind of just a fan of state champs and they never really break their formula. So you're always going to enjoy what they do. It's yeah. And, and not to is. say that there isn't, yeah. there isn't, this is super formulaic record. I, there no. are some, a couple twists and turns here. Um, they don't, they don't have a metal song on here though. You know what I mean? They're not like, 
there's no altar Mary, <laughs> but there, you know, but this, um, but this record is great. And, uh, um, I think this band is, is just going to have continued, you know, huge success. Yeah. Uh, this band is like the all time low of the 2010s. They're just blowing up and just getting bigger and bigger. So absolutely yeah. love them. Can't wait. To are. I love that. I love that music video too. Um, the like party video they did for everybody was, but you. Yeah. yeah that's a great, one. it was a great video. They had some cool, uh, cameos in there and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, it was good. So yeah, watch their videos, listen to their record, uh, on the, this Friday when it comes out. And, um, I don't know. I don't know what else, else to say really. Yeah. It's a vibe. It's kind of hard to start, talk about state champs because it they're is. so like, they're in, they're in the box. Like mm-hmm. they're there. They're really good. It's like, it's like this band is really good. Everything they do is really good. Yeah, and everybody kind of knows. Band. Everybody kind of knows state champs too, right? Like, yeah, I've, I don't want to like explain something you already know. That's bad content. It's yeah, it's just and it's it's tough to really say much other than like yeah, they're they're good. So, yep. Yeah. You want to do that okay. recap? Let's do a quick recap. Um, starting with number five. Number five, we've got the new record "Dance Fever" by Florence and the Machine. Number four. Got the new record Complete Control by Misery Index. Number three. We've got the new record Pirates by Visions of Atlantis. I love that they just called it Pirates. I like, know, right? Just... It's it's so on brand. It's amazing. <laughs> it's really funny. Number two. We've got the new record Phototroph by Moontooth. And the number one album this week is Kings of the New Age by State Champs. There you go. Kings of the New Age. Love it. Love it. That's our list. Oh. And that's fantastic. Make sure that you um, download all these records to your streaming service or buy them or whatever you want to do. Check them out. Um, we're going to get to some honorable mentions now. Yeah. As we like to do. If you've never listened to this before. And um, usually Mike has somewhere between 18 and 30. How many are, do you have today? Right in the middle there. 25. 25 honorable mentions. Let's let's go. So we've got four new records that I didn't really think could fit into uh, the listicle this week. Uh, first up, we've got a new record from the Black Keys. If you're into that, you're into that. Go check that out. Not particularly. Yeah, I'm not anymore. I really like the first couple records, but it's kind of dragged on me. Okay. Um, in kind of very similar vein, there's a new record from Chainsmokers. They know how to write mm-hmm. some bangers. It's all say. I thought that I literally thought Black Keys and Chainsmokers were the same band, so that's cool. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, next up, Kendrick Lamar's got a new record. If you're into that. I'm not a huge oh, hip hop head. I am. I am pretty into that. That one I will definitely be listening to. Nope. Um, he's put out some of the most important uh, hip hop of the last 10 years. So I would yeah. have to agree. Not normally my jive. Um, and then next up, probably one of the most underappreciated bands in death metal. And here I am underappreciating them uh, just because I don't really like their sound. I think they're great live though. There's a new record from jungle rot. Um, band's super cool. Oh, oh, I like Jungle Rot. Yeah. I think they're they're a cool band. I mean, they they uh, yeah. I don't, you know what I you know what it is about Jungle Rot that bothers me. It's the vocals. I don't like their band name. That too. It makes me feel weird. I don't know if you know what it means, but I don't Jungle Rot. It makes me feel funny. I think the band this band rips. I, I like this. I forgot that their record was coming out. I, I listened to those singles. Um, and then the rest of this kind of singles. Uh, we're going to get into some interesting stuff. So uh, first up, I want to talk about um, Elenium, kind of a DJ. Does some pretty yes. cool electronic songs. 
Uh, this one that he's putting out this week is featuring Spirit Box. Oh, yeah. That makes sense because he he did uh, hit us up one time about doing a song collab. It never went anywhere, but we you picked went down that one. road. It happens. We went down that road, but uh, yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be great. Oh, I'm sure. It wow, is. man, Spirit Box. What 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 can't they do? What can't um, they do? I was gonna make a joke there, but I'm not gonna. No. Um. Next up, we've got a new single from Rain City Drive. Formerly Slaves. Formerly Slaves. When? At what point do we get to stop saying that? Uh, when? Probably never. Probably never. Honestly, maybe never. Actually, we, you've got to say the full transition. Rain City Drive, formerly Rain City, formerly Slaves. <laughs> oh, man. We're, we don't need to get that technical. Oh, I am, because it's fun. Johnny Craig is gone. Now they have uh, Matt McAndrew, I want to say his name is. Yep. Uh, he's really good. Yep. He's really good. The band, This band rips. Definitely. Uh, and speaking of bands that absolutely rip, um, the reason that I constantly want to throw away all of my guitars, there's a new single from Polyphia. Um, mm. mm-hmm. Polyphia is just the most talented band instrumentally in this entire scene, and it's not even close. So take that no as disagreement you here. No disagreement here. Yeah. Uh, there's a new Bayside single. Bayside's a cult. Check that out if you're in the cult. I listened to this Bayside single. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Bayside is one of those bands, in my opinion, never miss. I think they're all their music is great. However, their last album, Interrobang, I believe was their best. And they've put, up, they put a lot of records over the years. And now this single, a little spooky. Uh, kind of slow. Um, kind of... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, spooky's the the word I like to use to describe. I haven't heard it yet. I'm going to assume it's, it's kind like of a, a serial. Ah, uh, no, no, it's rock. It's like really? rock. Okay. It's got like really. It's got kind of like heavy guitars. It's like Alice Cooper. Um, spooky. It's got like um. It's got like the note, the spooky note in it, spooky like note. the Halloweeny note, kind of. Okay. If that makes any sense, but it's good. It's really good. It's slow. I just you know a lot of times when a band puts out a single. They haven't put out a single in a while. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if this is, I don't think they've announced a record yet or anything. Nope. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but you know, usually it's like, okay, we're going to put out like this fast song or this heavy song. And this Get is like hyped. kind of not expected, which I, I think is cool yep. because I think it's a, I think it's a great song and you should listen to it. Cool. Yes. Uh, next up, one of the few bands that I've ever been actually terrified of seeing them live uh, Spite has announced their new album and is putting out a new single. Um, band's absolutely ferocious and probably one of the best like hardcore beatdown deathcore bands out there. Uh, they're just phenomenal. Okay, love them cool. so much. Um, next up, there's new Bleed from Within song. Okay, cool band. Uh, next up, let's just. I mean, where oh. else else would you bleed bleed from though? Like this, this is sorry to to. Hmm. Bleed from, you know what I mean? Yeah, you that's kind of the only within. option. Yeah. It's the only option of where the blood is going to come from. Mm-hmm. Bleeding, bleed from within. I don't know. Anyway, keep going. I, I'm sorry mm-hmm. to interrupt. I wonder if there's like, hmm, I bet if there's like a compression, right? Like if you're just like decompress in the ocean, then like, all the water pushing in on you would cause you to like bleed from without from a certain point of view. I don't know. 
weird. I don't know. They're Scottish though, so they who knows? They maybe it's a thing. Probably can't understand. They'd probably explain it to you, but you wouldn't be able to understand what they were saying. Probably. Uh, next up, we're just going to keep with the bees because I feel like doing the rest of the bees. Uh, there's a new single from Behemoth. Oh. We love Behemoth. Everybody should love That's going to be something. I, my favorite thing about Behemoth is their photos. Great photo photo shoots. Oh, 100%. I heard they spend a lot of money on photos. I can see that. So, yeah. Very intricate. Uh, next up, uh, another bee band, Buried Alive. Mm. The fruit one. The fruit one. New single. It's called Melancholy. Make sure you ah, check that out. They're, taking, they're going full fruit this time. Going full fruit. Nice. Great band. Love those guys uh, Just so much. so much talent. So so unique. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Very excited to hear this one. Same here. Uh, and the last B band, there's a new single from Black Audio. That's B-L-A-Q-K. Oh. Davey Havoc's yes. side project. Yes. The one, the one you prefer over AFI. The one I prefer over AFI. So I'm really excited about this. Crazy. Uh, next up, there's a new Hoodie Allen single. Um, kind of an interesting, weird, quirky rapper, dude. I like him. Mm-hmm. Pretty fun. Uh, and speaking of weird, quirky dudes, uh, Water Parks, new single, signed to Fueled by Ramen, it looks like, based on some Instagram posts. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see what happens there because I have feelings on that label and I think bands go there to die. So hopefully, Yikes. Water Parks can survive. Well, I think that um, Waterparks is going to do what Waterparks is going to do. I think so too. I'm, this is the and band think, I'm least worried about going to feel better. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, you have to know that when you sign a band like this, you don't, you don't yeah. sign them and go, okay, yeah, we're going to be able to control everything that, that they do, you know, yeah. uh, just, just don't think that that's even possible. Yeah. Not in the cards, hopefully. No. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, another cool up and coming band, uh, Nova twins, new single. They've got an album coming out soon. Really excited to hear this. I think this band's great. Um, super cool. Love them. Yeah. Fun band. Uh, new Emery single. I've never really been into Emery. They're kind of classic. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're one of the, you know, mid 2000, mid to early 2000s, you know, screamo bands, uh, Christian tooth and nail, um, but always, always put out great records. Great, great guys. Podcast Kings. Um, yeah, I, I'd be really inter- interested to hear this. I think that they're a band that's put out some of their best music in their, mm-hmm. over their last couple of albums too. Um, you know, I think that, that, you know, a lot of people want to talk about their classic stuff, kind of similar to like Hawthorne Heights. Yep. Whereas it's like, but your new stuff's better. So focus on that. But All right. uh, I, I welcome this. I welcome this. I'm going to rush through some stuff. Uh, okay. We've got a new single from Destroy Your Build Until God Shows featuring oh. Brendan Savage. Uh, make sure you check that out. They've got the new record coming up pretty Who's soon. Who's Brendan Savage? I, I don't know. know. I think he's like a solo hip hop artist. Like Fred Savage? Yeah. Close enough. Ben Savage. Uh, there's new single from Charlotte Randy Sands Savage. featuring Aaron Gillespie of Under Oath. So make sure you check that out. Super fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, new Motionless and White single featuring Brian Garris of Knocked Loose. Probably going to be the heaviest song on the album. So really excited for that. Sick. Uh, new song from uh, Deathcore, Up and Comers, Left to Suffer. Make sure you check that out. Those guys are great. They're heavy. Uh, you know our favorite boy takes no breaks. There is a new Makari single. That would be great. Andy, Andy, Andy Sizzik. Yeah. Andy Sizzik. Best boy. Uh, there's a new single from Saving Vice. Should be a lot of fun. Those guys are super cool, pushed hardcore. 
Uh, there's a new single from Vatican. They're an up-and-coming post-hardcore band with some kind of like a cool electronic elements. Mm, Vatican, interesting. And we've got two more. There's a new song from Lorna Shore, and it's called Sun Eater. It is heavy. They played it live. It's a banger. Can't wait for that. But, you know, we always yeah. save the biggest news for last, and I am staring at it right now on my Spotify. There is a new single from My Chemical Romance. It's, it's out now? It's out now. It's out now. You heard it here first. It's out. Um, so I had a little birdie told me mm-hmm. it was coming today. Is it called Foundations of Decay? Yep. It is called Foundations of Decay. I got a little um, insight to it here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited. Let's go. Well, we're, yeah, we're going to listen to it. Like, is this why you're rushing through the, <laughs> yeah, kind the of, list? Honestly, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> got to rush through. Got to rush through. Got to hear this song. Um, well, I mean, once we finish the stream, let's just, we'll just play it right now. Yeah. Listen, we'll all listen to it. That's my thought. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's our honorable mentions. Yeah. Boom. That's our show. Make sure you get the full list from me by following me at Slappy Slam on Instagram yep. and look at cool records and food that I make and whatever. I'm making quesadillas okay. tonight. Nice. Do you have a, I mean, a quesadilla, pretty basic. Do you do anything? What's your twist? Uh, so I did some slow cooker carne asada all day. Oh, and I took okay. like all the juices from that. Like, you know, you marinate uh, carne asada and like uh, lime juice, orange juice, lemon juice, like a mixture of that. And I cooked that down into a glaze for over the, uh, whatchamacallit, the carne asada. Then I'm yeah. obviously doing like cheese and some grilled onions and stuff like that in there. And then I saved just a little bit of the glaze and I'm going to brush it on the outside of the tortillas to cook them kind of like a butter. Okay. Okay. You know I got fancy. The foundations of Decay. Six minutes. We're going to listen to it. All right. Yep. Thanks, everybody, for uh, tuning in. Uh, and we will see you all next week. Boom. Bye. Bye.